There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Now it's on to the Dolphins, just quietly. Uh, just went down to South Dowling Street Sandwiches, best in the game. Yep. And the guy, I'm not sure if he owns it, but he manages it, I assume. Yep. All-time greatest memories ever. So I went there once, one time, out of, and I've been here for years now, so it's the first time. This would have been about six months ago. Got my sandwich. Didn't go back for at least two to three months. He saw me for the second time in his entire life and literally recited exactly what I got last time. Then we just had a six-month break. Well, I had a six-month break. You guys, we had an eight-week break. Yeah, going back there. We all just went back there just then, South Dowling Street. This is in Alexandria. He literally told us all our orders and did it without us having to even tell him. And also what uh, type of bread we have with it as well. Individually, he remembered everyone's. And sauces. Yep. I didn't even know what my order was. I just let him go about his business. Yeah. Matter of fact, when you walk up, don't even say anything. You just give, Whatever <laughs> he gives you, that's what you actually wanted. Yeah. That's how good he is. He's predicting. He's like AI prediction. Yep. He sees you as a person goes, oh, yeah, that's a chicken snitty with a bit of cheese, lettuce. Yep. Experts um, are saying that he could be the only threat to AI. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he started AI. Maybe he Maybe. is an AI robot. Well, that would make more sense, Because the bloody sandwiches are good. If AIs are taking the sandwich jobs, we're done. <laughs> if AIs taking over sandwich gigs, yeah. that'll ruin the economy. It will. Anyway. Drinking listeners to buy? Mate, absolutely he does. Uh, so anyway, shout out South Downing Street. Best... Uh, Sandwiches in all the land. Absolutely. And yeah. anyone from South Dowling, promote that man down there. He's doing a great job. Oh, pay rise. Jeez yep. Louise. Anyway, it's not like we've got stuff to get to. Um, <laughs> Top five South Dowling sandwiches. <laughs> start with you. What is the greatest South Dowling sandwich of all time? I'm a Jimmy man myself. Jimmy okay. Maloney. Shout out. <laughs> Alrighty, now we are on to the Dolphins. They finished ninth in attack. And in defence, they finished 12th. Um, look, it goes without saying, incredible first year. Yes, they finished towards the bottom end of the table. They got smashed with injuries. Um, their first half of the year was outstanding. I think that we all agree, a massive pass mark for the club. The fact that this club is in a better position than you know numerous other clubs in their first year has a, you know, a healthier system, a healthier squad, a healthier backing is, is honestly remarkable. Um, they had an amazing year. The challenge heading into this year for the Dolphins 
is that first year. It's a honeymoon phase, baby. Oh, we love each other. Love you so much. And then like six months later, fuck, get out of my face, man. We don't want them to say, <laughs> get out of my face, man, to the NRL. We want to say, we're still in the honeymoon phase. Yeah, fins yeah. up. Is that fair? Yeah. Very fair, yeah. Am I out of my out line here? That's exactly what we want to see. From okay, the okay. Um, so Dolphins, stay in the honeymoon phase. Stay in love, baby. Stay in love. The grass isn't greener. Don't go to AFL. Stay in NRL. Anyway, South Downing Street. Good, good, <laughs> good, good, good shot. There might be something in that, actually. Truffle oil in your life. <laughs> Holy heckers. Uh, <laughs> Dolphins, heading into this year, um, you could argue they've made the best signings of anyone in the competition. Um, I'd probably say they have. <clears throat> Uh, the only other, you, you've got uh, the, the Rabbitohs with uh, Whiten, but that's one player. You've got, um, who else would you suggest? Uh, RTS um, and Catewell. Doggies Critter. But I, I truly believe that the Dolphins probably have the best signings. Herbie Farnworth, Flegler, Origin, Australian player. But Herbie Farnworth would probably be playing Origin if he could. Um, towards the end of the season, was probably the best centre in the game, barring maybe Critter. Uh, did, did Herbie end up winning Dallium Centre of the Year? Yep. Yeah, yep. one of them. Yep. So they've managed to sign guys before they hit the form of their career. So probably on unders. So for example, Flegler, let's, let's all assume he's on 650 this year. That's unders for Flegler right now yeah. in the new salary cap. Um, and I'm going to be saying that for a while, guys, until we all get used to the new salary cap. It takes time, just like a new relationship. Um, <laughs> Guru? Yeah, look at those signings. Like, there's every chance Herbie Farnworth could be signing of the year. There's every chance Jake Avrillo could be most improved player of the year. Like bank for buck signing kind of yep. thing. Yep. And Tom Flegler could be the best like future signing. When you look at where their squad's at with an ageing forward pack, to sign a state of origin caliber front row forward like that who's going to lead them for the next decade or so, mm. that's incredible. And the other kid, um, Oren Keeley from the Newcastle Knights, very handy as well. You'll see him in their back row over the next couple of years. So What a name, Oren. I like Oren. that. Mm. I like that. Um, I guess uh, the Dolphins, it's wild to talk about a team that finished 13th being a raging success. Mm. But that's exactly what they were. Mm. I think Tim's quote at the start of last year was they'd be lucky to finish 17th. Mm. And they defied the odds, had a fantastic season. Um, and I'm, I'm expecting more from them this year. Very Are you exciting. expecting more from Tim this year with that terrible I call? Am, I am. Uh, to, to be fair, Timmy wore it very well. We had a I feel like he tried to deny here. it. I feel like he said, he, I never said that. That's what I heard him say. It was like, I never said that. I never said that. I said that would go really well at the start of the year and then they'd finish 13th. I thought that's what you said. I loved to the Dolphins' social media haunted him all year. It was fantastic. The year is 2024. <laughs> we have moved on. <laughs> I've drunk my bloke tin out of a fin. <laughs> and they will win the comp this year. <laughs> um, thoughts on the Dolphins heading into this year, mate? It's exciting. Uh, like the, the 12 month difference in, in previewing this squad is just phenomenal and honestly even trying to put the starting 17 together I'm like okay you know that they, they were good last year what can they do this year and you go oh they've gained a couple of faces their depth is tremendous mm. in particular their forward depth there is some like out and out pretend, probably starting NRL quality players they're going to miss the 17 to start this season so roster wise there's no reason why they can't be improved as you add in obviously the fact that 70 or 30 blokes who have gotten together and they now have a year under their belt of playing together training together all these combinations coming together Wayne Bennett on top of all of that they can be improvers you touch on it Kempi honeymoon phase the hype around the Dolphins will be gone it's just everyday business now 
I mentioned before with with a couple of clubs about the emotion, the Warriors, the Knights of last year, and how that hype drives you so far, but it's wearing over time. Mm. How did the Dolphins respond to that with Wayne Bennett at the helm? <clears throat> probably pretty well. Yeah. I think that I've probably got them at the moment between 10 and 13, um, which is it's, it's bizarre because you'd, you'd go, well, how's that exciting? Like they finished 13th. Again, it's, it's more just a reflection of the squads around them. Like when we've got Manly sitting yeah. mm. at, in 9th, then you would go, well, okay, Dolphins probably do sit in 10th um, at this stage. Now, a Wayne Bennett coach side with Flegler and Herbie arriving, with Avril arriving, with Jeremy Marshall King playing an entire season, that could make the eight. I, I'd be shocked if they make top four. I don't, I don't think they could do that even with their full-strength side. Now, Wayne Bennett has done crazier things, 2020. You know, he, He's done amazing things. At this stage, I think their highest possible uh, position with everyone staying injury-free would be four to eight. But considering how the year always pans out, I've got them 10 to 14, 10 to 13 around there. A real key for them is, is obvious, and we'll get into Flegler and Farmworth in the back line and all that kind of stuff. And I'm sure you're going to talk about this too, Guru. It's Jerry Marshall King. Yep. You know, it's no surprise that when he was playing at the start of the year, they were essentially a top eight side at that point. He gets injured. I wouldn't say they fell off a cliff. But they definitely were nowhere near the side that they, they were the year before. But I'll let you continue to talk about JMK. I would have JMK in the top 10, if not potentially even pushing the top five of the most valuable players in this competition for teams. Um, as in ratio-wise? Yeah, as in like when you take him out of this side, how different they look without him. Mm. Um, and you know what? You, you said I wouldn't say they fell off a cliff. And maybe that is a little bit overs, but I didn't think it was far off. Mm. They just look completely different without him. You've obviously had your Tommy Turbos, your Callum Pongers at the very top of that list. Jeremy Marshall King would not be too low on that mm. list for me. He'd be very high up and there. And clear for the listeners, you're not saying like top 10 player in the comp. You're saying comparison to where that team is with him in it yep. and without it. Yeah, so his value within yeah. that team is huge. Um, I think this year as well, very important thing to consider off the back of last year. And once again, he might not be a superstar, but he's incredibly important to this team is Sean O'Sullivan. Uh, they lost him for like a 10-week period last year, and it just caused absolute chaos mm. trying to find a halfback and whatnot. So hopefully SOS can put together a whole season. JMK can stay on the field. Think um, about how much better Katoa's going to be for that year under his belt. 100%. Yep. You know, like sometimes when you see a rookie come in, there was a lot of hype around Katoa because he was the next up at the yep. Panthers. He comes in, he has a solid year. And then, you know, fans, and, and I get it, I'm, I'm a fan too, I get caught up in the buzz of stuff. They kind of like, oh, lose focus on Katoa and go, oh, okay, maybe he's not um, as, as good as we thought he was because of all the hype coming into first grade. But like, that's not usually how, especially young halves, that's not usually how it works. We're going to see the benefits of this year for Katoa. It's in three or four years' time is we're going to see the benefits from it. Yeah, and I'm not even hyping him up for this year. Mm. I still, he's got a lot of – he'll learn a lot of hard lessons over the next few years. And the Dolphins, I think they've still got a superstar on their hands there, but it's in three or four mm. years. Yeah, this is investment into – and it's smart by Wayne because he's deliberately selected a squad and a side. He, look, I'm sure he would never say this, but – I'm sure he's sitting there going, look, we're not going to win a comp in the first three years. Like, especially with how hard it is to recruit people at the moment. Everyone's contracted. If you watch the documentary, you can see that the available people actually off contract is like tiny. Yep. Um, and so I, I'm sure he's going, okay, if we're not going to win a comp this year, I get Katoa, I debut him early so that when that window does arrive, 
he's about to hit his straps. And I think that's what they're aiming for with a guy like Atoll. What do you reckon, Timmy? Yeah, he turns 20 in like two weeks. <laughs> and due to a few different scenarios, he's been thrust into positions that young halves probably shouldn't be in that. You know, with the Dolphins last year, O'Sullivan going down, so he was leading a team around at stages at that age. Did the same with Tonga at stages because they were lacking halves when he had no right to be doing that at his age and with his experience levels. And the credit to him, and I think will continue to be as he progresses throughout his career, is that it doesn't... Like, that can stunt the growth of some players because, you know, we see players get thrust into particularly the Origin Arena and even probably to a less degree internationals at times, and it can really stunt their development just because they can be cooked by the pressure cooker. But Katoa, seemingly at this stage of his career at 19 years old, has handled it fine, and the experience he's got ahead of so many rivals in his position at his age and even a few older ones, it's going to stand him in very good stead in a couple of years' time. Look at... um. Sam Walker. You know, some people go, well, okay, well, look at Sam Walker. He was a teenager, came in and killed it. Yeah, he's coming into the Roosters. Isaiah Katoa is coming into a new club with a Parves pairing of Sean O'Sullivan who, you know, and respectfully, like he was reserve seven at his old club. He wasn't a starting seven. He goes down. Like the pressure on this young kid, I mean, Wayne's done an incredible job in, in sheltering him for it, but the lessons he's going to be learning, like even Sam Walker who had that incredible year had to take a couple steps back this year to take a few steps forward. And so everyone's journey is obviously different, but to write off this kid yet, not, that, not to say that there's this huge push to write. I, I think everyone's pretty understanding, but I think that anyone that expected to, him to come in and just dominate, I think that's asking a bit too much. But as I said, I think we're going to see the dividends of this in a few years' time. Without a doubt. Um, I think another guy that he's not a signing, but he comes back into this side and I'm going to pick a bone with Timmy. I cannot believe you got Tommy Gilbert on the bench. I think he's one of the he's best. He's come back from in injury, you Pelican. <laughs> no. <laughs> one of the best in the game. This bloke. Wow. Well, very aggressive today. He's, you know, he's obviously a starting play for them, but what? He missed a big chunk Weird of he's got a 15 season. next to his, no? Wow. Wow. This, this is a bloke who's Jaden Braley's biggest fan and just said he'll be coming off the bench because he's come back from injury. Tom Gilbert's no different. <laughs> I, I would have Gilbert starting on the edge, um, and I'd be bringing Lemon Lemon off the uh, bench. If you scroll. You have him on the edge. Yeah, probably. Because he played on the edge for Queensland, didn't he? Uh, yeah, good injured. Yeah. I, I love him at 13, personally. If you want to read the analysis below that Sorry, team list. I apologise, I apologise. I'd be putting Bromwich to an edge and him at 13. Yep, okay. If you want to scroll down um, two lines, genius, the forward pack possesses nice depth that may <laughs> see Tom Gilbert play off the bench early in the year on return from a lengthy injury layoff. Once Gilbert is fully fit... <laughs> <laughs> Holy, oh, hit a nerve there. Tell me about it. Jeez, you hate Tommy Gilbert, like, <laughs> refusing to put him into the starting side, mate. He just he just wants to play footy. Dolphins agenda. Wow. Dolphins. Yeah, he's trying I to, just he, hate people speaking ill of the Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so th- that's the thing. Like, a guy like Tom Gilbert, glad that we're on that topic. Um, <laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> also flies under the radar because we're talking about an origin player here. Yeah. And I think that when he got injured early on last year, we just forgot about it. But a lot of other teams, when they lose an origin player, it's talked about all year long. Mm. Literally never spoke about it again after he got injured at origin. Yeah, um, well, he hasn't played since whatever. He got injured around 10-12 or something. Yeah, something. Um, so he's just going to bolster their forward pack. <coughs> uh, interested to see Kafusi again this year. Cannot wait. Like, just the hitman. Was it? Finn Diesel? 
Finn Diesel, yeah. Finn Diesel. Around that, the back row and that question <coughs> looms. Let's say Tommy Gilbert does bring the trials and he's fit and good to go, starts at 13. What happens? Because they're in a great position. Let's say Felice Cafusi's locked in one edge. Canelli Lemuelu, who is under a bit of injury cloud at the moment, but let's say when he's at full fitness, Kenny Bromwich. What happens? Is it Felice and Kenny on the edges still, veterans of the team, and Lemuelu impact off the bench? Has Lemuelu done enough to stay in that spot? How do we see that? I'd go Bromwich Kofusi. <coughs> yeah. Just because, like, you're looking at top, top tier players. And they didn't have bad years by any stretch as well. So I didn't watch them and go, oh, that's an aging player that doesn't have anything to offer anymore. I mean, we saw Kofusi at the start of the year. He was absolutely flattening blokes. And there were moments where Bromwich was outstanding as well. And you just can't replace. You know, we look at the Storm now and we talk about they miss Brendan Smith and they miss this player and that player. We very rarely talk about what did Storm have problems with last year? Their edge defence. Yep. What has been so rock solid for them for like 10 years? Their edge defence. Why? Kofusi mm. and Bromwich. And so I'd, I'd probably put Bromwich in there. And I think Lemuelo is such an explosive type of player. I'd be, I'd be actually pretty excited to bring him on for 20 or so minutes or 30 minutes and get him just going ham. Just like, yeah. we need you exploding through the middle. Use your good footwork. Used to be a centre, so we know he can move. Uh, but I guess the question, and something probably you're alluding to, is if he continues to improve on last year's form, then maybe he does get that spot. Because if he's even better than last year, he was arguably their best back rower all, all year last year. You know, I know Kafusi probably would have been if he played the whole season, but stepping out and coming back in, you could, you could argue Lemuel Emilu was their best back rower. Sitting here this time last year, I would have told you Ewan Aiken was probably one of their top five signings. He's not the starting side, and I don't think anyone bats an eyelid because their depth is just so good. So strong. I, I actually I went through and did my um, 17 the other day. I can't remember exactly how it looked, but I remember sitting there going, Aiken could miss this side. Because they have got yeah, so much Yeah, if he's not depth, playing really well, yeah, yeah, like, sure. Which is crazy. Which he is, was, 12 he, months ago, he was their best second rower and centre for me. And also, he played pretty well this year. Played great, yep. So it's, it's not like he's you know out of form or whatever. Uh, yeah, I agree. Look, when you look at that bench too, talk about just a really well-balanced bench. Cody Nikorima can play hooker, six, seven, like fullback, centre at a pinch. So he's got – and obviously hooker – You've got, got so many positions covered. Then you've got Gilbert, who we know can play on an edge, but definitely in the middle. Ewan Aiken, we know he can play on the edge, probably in the middle, but also centre. And, and then Lemuelo, who can do the same. Exactly. It's, it's, a, it's a really well-balanced roster. And that's a, when you see something like this, and you see how well-balanced this is, and ironically, who are we talking about a well-balanced roster earlier? Warriors, who was their uh, recruitment officer? POS. POS. Um, <laughs> now, he's obviously the Dolphins <laughs> recruitment manager. Talk about having a knack for balancing a squad out. You go, go through some of these rosters, especially the bottom, some of the bottom tier rosters, it is so out of whack. It's like, and look, I know the Bulldogs are in a rebuild phase, but like that roster is so unbalanced. Like you, you don't even know who's going to be playing somewhere. So yeah, well, yeah, whereas this one, every position is covered. If there's injuries during the game, whatever, there's no weaknesses in it. There's depth. It's so balanced. Yeah, for a second year in the NRL. Uh, another guy I want to talk about, guys. Your, your twin, Hamiso. Um, Hamiso <laughs> Tabuwafido. Uh, Tabuwafido. Tabuwai. Is that? Tabuwafido. Tabuwafido. Uh, like, what's scary about him is I don't even feel like we're at his potential yet. A whole year under Wayne, it looks like with uh, the signings of Herbie Farmworth and Avrilo, that centre position is almost locked. 
which forces him out of it, which is good at club land. He's, I mean, his origin is incredible at centre, but he's a fullback at club, in my mm. opinion. Yep. You lock him in that fullback position, and he's set the standard himself now of, Hamiso, you are no longer a player that's a rookie that can have quiet games. You are a marquee signing. Even, and what's crazy about him, he's on unders as well. He's on unders as well. He got signed before he, he exploded. Oh, um, off the bench when he got signed. Oh, mate. What do you reckon they got him for? 500, 600? If, maybe. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a bench fall? player when they got him. He's been there for an opportunity. Yeah, wow. What do you reckon about four? Could, honestly, it could have been. Like, I, I, I'm not sure, but it, it could have been fours. <sighs> Talk about bargain signings. Holy heckers. Oh, okay, sorry. The... NRL Zero Tackle have got him at 800, signed from no, 20... No, no way. No. Unless he extended... That's what I'm thinking. Like, it it's probably an extension rather yeah. than what they got him for. Yeah. That's through to 2027. Yeah. Oh, he extended? Yeah. yeah. Okay, fair. I mean, is there an argument to be made if he plays, as we know he can consistently, 800 in the unders? Definitely, yeah. With the, with the new salary cut? We, we saw the jump he made <laughs> in 12 months yeah. from 2022 to 2023. It could be the same level of jump from 23 to 24, full season at fullback. It's frightening. And, and what I like about him being locked in at fullback is, again, it's that idea of, mate, you cannot have quiet games. Like, if you come in and you've had five runs, 60 metres, as a marquee key player in our roster, a guy that's the face of the club, essentially, it, you just can't do that. You just you cannot do that. Whereas when you're a rookie that's like, sometimes we play your centre, sometimes we play your fullback, you can hide with that a little bit and then come out and have this incredible game and it's okay. Whereas now with this big contract, it's like, it just, it just cannot happen. What do you got there, Maddie? So he signed with the, uh, the Dolphins on a two-year deal and then by about round eight or nine, it was 19th of April, he'd signed that five-year deal. Yeah, so they've just gone, mate, we need to get it now before it blows us out of the water. I was just having a look at this squad and um, outside of uh, Tommy Gilbert, I'm not going to bring that up again though. I agree with Tim's 1-7-8. I think it could be pretty much on the money. And I know that these guys aren't like superstars of our game, but they've got Milford, Edric Lee, Jared Wallace and Josh Kerr, four guys that have played Origin or been in Origin camps that don't make their best 17. Did you say Jared Wallace won't make their best? Oh, yeah. He's not in that team at the moment. It's crazy. So he was one you, of their best players last year. I, I'd probably have Jared Wallace on the bench there somewhere. Who for? Be between him and Nichols or Aiken. Yeah, okay. Wallace was outstanding for them last year. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, and then the other one again, he probably doesn't creep in through those. But even like Ray Stone, yeah. great footballer, oh, he's not going to be there. Yeah, yeah. thought about. And that's that's when you when you if you're a club that's struggling at the moment, it's got to piss you off that you see something like this at a new club, yeah. and your club is yeah. like just grasping for, for for depth. Yeah, especially when you look a little bit deeper into their squad and you realise, okay, Flegler's young, Gilbert's pretty young. Um, they've obviously got Avrilo's young Farmworth's young, young Tessie's young <laughs> But they've also got guys Like Mason T Jack Bostock um, The 5'8 Like A heap of young guys who mm. five, They're probably five years away From their best And they're still Hiring for your small business If you're not looking For professionals on LinkedIn You're looking in the wrong place That's like Looking for your car keys In a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
playing at a high click now. Yep. I've seen a lot of chat around, and, and whether it's rubbish or not, about <coughs> Bostock potentially being a starting winger for them. Yep. Yeah, I saw a bit of chat around that too. Ahead of who? <coughs> Tessie, I guess. Surely not. I think it would be Tessie. Who would you do? I'd go Tessie. <coughs> but he might, well, I mean, to be fair, if it is true, Bostock must be killing the preseason. Well, there's no way he'd be winger over us. No way Sarko's getting dropped. Won't yeah, be a Sarko. Top, top yeah. point scorer so last that it'd year. have to be Tessie. Yeah. Oh, man, Tessie's still got so much more to give, I reckon. He's so good. Yep. He's, a, he's a bloody good young player. And, and because he's been in the game a while, you, you feel like he's like 26 years old. Mm. He's like 23, maybe. Could you check his age, please? I think he's 22, 23. Still super young. Plenty more to prove. And he's had patches of absolute brilliance out on the edge there. So, 22. 22. Tessie knew. Yeah. Because mm. wow. he debuted really, really young. Yeah. Really young. Maybe... Uh, Maybe Wayne's just sort of slipped the room out there to stick a rocket up Tessie and say, mate, you're not locked in. Yeah. I think also maybe Wayne's gone, you know, Bostock. Sometimes it's about body shape. So Bostock's a, quite a tall, rangy winger. Yep. So maybe he wants a, a winger that he can kick to on that edge. Um, and he did play Tessie at centre last year, to be fair. So maybe it is something maybe case. down there. And there's another bloke we haven't spoken about, but Tafade, um, you know, by all reports and by all images, and trust me, I've looked at the image, baby, fit as anything. Fit as anything. Uh, look, probably not going to be a bloke starter, bloke starter yet, but keep, keep training, baby. Keep training. Um, another guy that would it surprise you if Tafade gets a shot through injury and just... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Stays there the whole rest of the year, and he's a he's a breakout star. Yeah, would well, surprise you, or wouldn't? No, I wouldn't. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't not not surprise me. <laughs> Nothing could possibly go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first thing that's gone wrong. Um, okay, let's talk about Flegler and Herbie. Uh, just to land those two players with all the clubs that had the option to to go for them. Like it's Wayne Bennett Magic 101. Yeah. Like, I was surprised the Roosters didn't go after Flegler to be the replacement for Hargreaves because Spencer Lenu, who it looks like is the replacement for Hargreaves, he's a very different player. Mm. Whereas the closest thing to Hargreaves is Flegler. Now, Flegler's you know, probably got a bit more about him in, in regards to offloads and, and footwork, but just that gritty edge Flegler has. Um, and Flegler, as I, I think that... Just, I guess, seeing some of the things he said and just the way he plays, I think he wants to be the main alpha dog. And at the Broncos, he was always Haas, Carrigan, Flegler. Yep. Whereas he comes into this, um, this roster, and look, obviously Jesse Bromwich is the alpha dog, but he's the old kind of ageing guy that says, well, you can be the front and centre of it. I can just teach you everything I've learnt and, and just try my best to support what you need to do. And it, it almost, if you're the, the, the tip of the spear, it can open other things in your game that you may not be able to do when Payne Hass is a tip of the spear or Paddy Carrigan's a tip of the spear. So I'm excited to see if he can go to another level, level Flegler because this may be, for Queensland, this may be the best thing that could have happened to Flegler because you yeah. may be yeah. setting him up to be the alpha dog of a pack 
in two years' time, he's the alpha dog of the Queensland pack, takes over whoever is, you know, Lindsay Collins is there now or whoever is there now gets selected this year. So, thoughts? Yeah, really happy for you. That's good. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think that even if you don't see the absolute best out of Flegler now, I think this is a guy that he's going to pay dividends for the next half a decade. Mm. Um, such a good spot to be in, getting a guy like him and a real real opportunistic signing. Mm. Just smart to look around the league and find a guy like him. Um, it's, it really is incredible when you look at the guys that they've recruited, the depth they've got. I, I think Jake Avrilo has got so much potential on this side too. I don't know, Hammy, what have we got? Jermaine Osako is the favourite for top point scorer. Great. I reckon outside Avrilo, he could score more tries this year. Ball playing centre? He, he's a gun, Avrilo. Whenever he plays centre for Canterbury, the... They don't know how to score points. He he just produces stuff all Reckon, the time. Um, Wayne will play him at seven at periods. Oh, you'd have to, wouldn't you? <laughs> well, that's, that's with Avrilo. Like attacks never been his issue, has yep. it? If you look at a point scoring that sort of stuff. Apparently, he's training in the house down too, which is always good to hear. Defense, defense will be the big one. Yeah, he's um, been chopped and changed between positions. I think you, Wayne Bennett will. He'll shore that up. You think? You think he would? I'll never doubt Wayne again. So you're saying, Guru? You reckon Avrilo's got more tries in him than Asako potentially? No, no. Asako no. might get more tries. Asako might. Asako's got more tries in him potentially this year because you've got a like a ball playing center. He's he is run first, but he's very cognizant. Of his Man, he gets an offload every yeah. time. His, his timing is impeccable. Yeah. And he is a former seven as well, which yes. helps. Um, <laughs> okay, boys. What a time to be alive that was. <laughs> Robert meets the road. Robert meets the road. I have the Dolphins between 10th and 13th. Yeah, I've got 11th to 14th. I've got them finishing 13th, uh, and I'll go... 11th to 14th as well. Yeah, I've got them 13th too. Um, and I think they'll be 13th. I've got them 13th to 15th, but they, they could punch above their weight. But I've got them 13th. So have you got them 13th? I've got them 13th. Okay. I also have them 13th. I do. You've got them 13th? I think there's a big drop between 13th and the bottom four teams. But I've got these guys. So they're basically the top four of the bottom <coughs> four. Bottom eight. Yep. Yep. They're at the top of that. So I've got them 13th. And... Um, just a few markets around them, I suppose, to, to make the eight if you are optimistic about them, 350. If your fins out. If you, if, exactly. If your fins are up, uh, $3. If you've got your fin out right now, listen. <laughs> yeah. Listen up. Uh, 350 to make the eight. $1.28 to miss, uh, which I think we all, I think we've all got them there. Jermaine Asako, last year was the top point scorer for the comp. What do you, what do you reckon he was paying last year? $32. Oh, hundreds. He would have been. Hundred yeah. to one, yeah. And he came home and he did it this year. He's the four dollar favourite. Wow, um, that'll get your fin moving. Yeah, big time. <laughs> Would have got your fin moving last year if you were on him. Hundred to one. <sighs> oh, this okay. side, they could be honestly, they could be one of the most improved sides on the field, and not move on the ladder at all. And that's why it sounds so. If you're a Dolphins fan, you're sitting there going, "How's this an exciting year for us? We're about to finish in the same spot as we finished last year." Yeah, but I just. You're future-proofing yourself this year, though, for me. But also, I, again, I'd look at the other rosters and you would have to assume Cowboys are going to improve. You'd have to assume Rabbitohs is obviously going to improve. Like all the Manly, if, if Tommy is, is fit, you know, there's a lot of rosters that can... I think the standard of NRL is going to be quite high this year. It would be great to see the Dolphins have a very good injury run this year and just see what they can yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, completely injury-free... With a bit of Wayne Magic, there's a top eight there. there. There definitely is a top eight there. And in terms of really pushing, pushing to the top eight, I kind of just feel like maybe they're lacking the superstar that a lot of clubs we've got listed above them have. 
That being said, Tabby Ifido, he's the man that, as I mentioned, it wouldn't surprise me to see if we're having conversations about him in the like top, top echelon of fullbacks by the end of this year because he, he would go so far. If he does, he could be that superstar that mm. takes me into the top eight. Yeah. And then you've got, like, Herbie could have another stellar year. Flegler could, you know what I mean? And then, who knows, Katoa could be ahead of schedule in yeah. regards to his development. Uh, okay.